to the Blue Roads Changemaker Podcast. I'm Patty Talbot, CEO and co-founder of Blue Roads Education Group. In this series, you'll hear reflections about what it means to be a homegrown changemaker. We focus interviews around the Blue Roads mantra, homegrown solutions for a patchwork world. Our guests are amazing changemakers, solutionaries, and social innovators who've taken the path from local citizen to global changemaker and or from global citizen to local changemaker by working to change the system that creates the world's most challenging issues close to home and around the globe. I ask participants to tell us about their origins, how they've engaged with others different from themselves, how they work to create solutions, and how they've used these experiences to make the leap to changemakers addressing the UN Sustainable Development Goals. As their host, I try hard to take myself out of the conversation as much as possible so you won't notice the typical back and forth of the interview process. I hope this will help you to hear their stories as a complete narrative that addresses all four quadrants of the Blue Roads Changemaker Journey, Homegrown Solutions for a Patchwork World. everyone. I am so excited today to be back with you for another in our Changemaker series. And today I have my new friend who's turning into being such a great friend, Janine Rivers Coburn with me. Welcome, Janine. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled that you're here. And I want to tell our audience how we met because it's a very special meeting to me. Last summer, in the summer of 2020, I posted an ad for a little course that I was offering called Well-Intentioned White Women. Uh, Let's see, it was called Tender and Brave, (laughs) Authentic Anti-Racism for the Well-Intentioned White Woman. And Janine read that ad and something about it struck her as kind of odd or strange or something. (laughs) So she did me the great honor of reaching out and asking that question. Who are you to be offering this? What is that exactly are you doing? And it, it turned into a wonderful, wonderful conversation between the two of us. And right. since that time, Janine has actually joined my group of well-intentioned white women. And <laughs> together we are learning how to be uh, good allies and good friends yeah. in the world and hopefully show up together for, for racial justice. And I've learned so many great things about Janine and her life and her life's work. But I'm going to let her tell that story today using our four-part Changemaker framework that is based on our four quadrants of the slogan for Blue Roads Education, which is Homegrown Solutions for a Patchwork World. So welcome, Janine. Are you ready for my questions? I'm ready. Bring them on. (laughs) Great, great. Well, Janine, the first question is, about you and your background and your roots. And I affiliate this with the homegrown quadrant of our Changemaker journey. And I would just love for you to tell us about where you were grown, who are your people, and how that makes a difference to how you show up in the world today. I love that question. Well, I was born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And what I love the most about, uh, recently about my background and who my people are and how I've grown is being African-American and having an amazing father who defied all of the odds. So I come from a very proud Black family, people who are educated and defied the odds by getting their 
doctorates, their master's degrees, and going to college when it was really unheard of for a Black family to have anyone that went to college. I have a father who um, defied the odds in the 70s and raised me and my sisters in a predominantly white neighborhood, predominantly white church. And that was my dad's way of showing us that there's another side. And so, you know, so for me, my people are not only my family, my people are the people in the world that I have met along the way on my journey through life, no matter what color, what sexual orientation you are, no matter what, people that have genuine love and carry peace in their heart. Those are my people. I think it's important for a person to know their roots and their their background and their heritage. And even though I have the benefit of having a father that defied all of the odds and who gave me the best life he could, I wish I would have known more about my culture. Culture meaning more about my Black history, more about where I really, really came from, the roots of where I came from. And I didn't I didn't get that. So lesson learned is it's really important for you to know who you are and where you come from. And I really do believe the Black Lives Matter movement really, really taught me that very strongly because I couldn't relate to what was going on. And now I can relate. It's never too late to learn, right? As I've gotten older, Patty, what I've noticed that I really, really, uh, I am really concerned about people's lives. I always have been, um, I'm, I'm an empath. I really can pick up on a person's emotions and their feelings. And I'm always the one that wants to rescue and help someone. And what I have found from my own experiences that I have allowed myself to go back and think about and process them, but a suicide attempt survivor. And it is extremely important to me to bring a brighter light to people who don't want to live on this earth. I consider myself a mental health consultant, and I I base that on my lived experience Mm -hmm. and my wisdom experience from the things that I've learned. Mm -hmm. And I also am researching and studying suicide and suicidal ideation. So, you know, that is one of my greatest passions and my greatest cause that I work so hard for. So that would be the main thing for my life. What I find, and this is from my experience, we have so much more in common than what's different. So learning to accept people for who they are with no judgment is the part that's important to me. Like, say, for instance, the transgender world, the LGBTQ community, I've learned to really embrace them and learn to understand and to accept. And we all are working for the same cause. People from other countries that you never just really wanted to embrace them because you thought they were so different and they're really, really not. You know, just the everyday person, the homeless person that you see on the street that might be walking down the street with five or six shopping carts. They're really no different than you. Take that time to embrace them. The only way that I know to embrace someone like that is they ask me for money. It used to be, no, I'm not giving you any money. I had a horrible attitude about it. Now it's, what do you need? What can I give you? You know, you got to learn to love people and accept them where they are. And if you can't totally accept them, meet them halfway so that you can learn to take all of them.
the ripple effect. And talking to my dad, you know, my dad is 87. So he always tells me one of the biggest things that has pissed him off lately is that all the hard work that he marched for, that he protested against in the 60s, we're, you know, Black people are still fighting for the same thing. And in, in talking to a lot of various people, they feel that there is a difference. Now, I wasn't there, but I sense and I can see that we have more people of all races that are fighting for the cause. It's not only just, you know, before in the 60s, you know, there were white people that were protesting mm-hmm. and helped arrange things, but it's even more of all ages. Mm-hmm. Even have their little kids out there and two-year-olds holding up sides, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. So I think the ripple, yeah. that ripple effect is going across the nation. We're gonna learn to love people. And you see people that are just coming together. So to me, that is the big ripple effect. We are turning into a world where we are accepting the new norm. We're accepting people for who they are. We are living in a world where people are feeling, they feel free to be who they are with no judgment, whether it be Black, whether you be of the LGBTQ community, no matter what race you are, man, woman, we're all learning to accept each other and put aside our differences, keeping that to the side and just accepting people for who they are and embracing them. Because think about something, Patty. Sometimes we don't accept people if they're not doing things the way that we feel they should be done. I don't like it. a lot of things that my daughter does because it doesn't meet my approval, but she doesn't need my approval, but I still love her and embrace her anyway. That's the way we have to learn to be with people of the world. And I think that we are doing that slowly, but sure, surely every time we turn on the TV, watch a sitcom or watch a, uh, a commercial, we are seeing that yeah. the world is changing. And another thing is with suicide prevention, there are more laws being changed to help teenagers in the schools have more programs, more groups that are helping. So it's a big wave, big ripple effect going across the world. I'm a group facilitator here in Wisconsin for suicide prevention. And one of the greatest new, do I want to say methods of a way of looking or treating people that are going through suicidal ideation who really are at the point of figuring out how they want to kill themselves. It's it's this program, Alternatives to Suicide. So when you think of that, you're going, oh my goodness, what are we teaching people? It's in the mental health world. When a person goes to the hospital and they are suicidal, you know how you go into the doctor and ask you all those questions. How do you feel? Do you feel like hurting yourself? Well, if you say yes to those questions, People are afraid to say how they really feel, because if you say yes to those questions, then they're going to want to send you to a psych ward or they're going to have the police show up at your house for a wellness visit. If you are a parent, a single parent, and they come and do a wellness check on you, that could be really bad because they will make you go to treatment. You'll miss work and your child will go to the state and be held. What happens if you lose your job and you don't get your child back? Okay. Yeah. And then when you go into the psych world, they take your phone away from you. They take your belt away from you. Some places take your clothes away from you. They sit mm-hmm. you in a room and treat you like you've like naughty you. How dare you feel that way? Statistics have shown more people attempt suicide when they leave the psych board just because the way they've been treated 
has made that feel even worse. Alternatives to suicide is a new way that we teach the community to deal with those situations. Validation, growing a connection with people, allowing them to be who they are and not trying to fix them or change them and letting them just talk. Because a person who has suicidal ideation, they they just are feeling bad. They just want to feel better and they want people to treat them and understand. So if we could get the mental health facilities and the communities to understand that it's more important to validate and connect with a person, you're more likely to save their life than you would if you treat them like they're in prison. We're trying to change the norm and make it a new norm. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. And going to save lives and make people feel connected. Yeah. 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 So, Janine, thank you for your work in the world to make it a better place for people. And I wonder if you could tell our audience how they could connect with you and learn more about what you're doing to make the world a better place. I would love to. You can reach me at JanineRivers.com, J-E-A-N-N-I-N-E, Rivers, R-I-V as in Victor, E-R-S.com. You'll learn more about uh, my organization and you'll learn more about what I do to contribute to, to the world to make it a better place. That's beautiful. And don't you have an organization that's called something like WOW, Illuminating Women, like <laughs> Women of Wisconsin? Haven't I read that about you? Yes, it's, uh, I have. It's Illuminate Your Dreams is my company. And under that, I have uh, Illuminated Women of Wisconsin. I, WOW, is the acronym. So I always say, I, WOW. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue Roads Changemaker podcast. We hope you'll follow our work and learn more about how you can get involved and start your own changemaker journey at www.blueroadseducation.org. We'd love it if you could subscribe to the Blue Roads Changemaker podcast and give us a rating on iTunes so that others can find us too. This also helps to elevate the voices of the amazing changemakers you're learning about in our series. Mm-hmm.